Rambam, Mishnah Torah, Hilchais, the laws of Sanhedrin, the courts, and the punishments that are handed over to their authority, Perik Chi'i, chapter 9. We begin, we begin with a fascinating law. Aleph 1, Sanhedrin, if there is a court in session, and the word Sanhedrin alludes to either the Supreme Court of 71 or a court of 23 licensed to deal with even capital issues. They were debating, they were getting into a capital case where if they found the person guilty, he would be taken out and killed, death penalty. They were debating a death penalty case. The Amru Kulon and all, let's say, 23 of them. At the very beginning, they all said, ah, this guy is guilty as sin. Chayav, he's guilty. He was uh, an axe murderer. He's guilty. And they said, there's nothing to talk about. Let's pronounce him guilty and let's go home. Says the halacha, and this, of course, comes from the oral law, this fellow is exempt, he's not liable, he's found not guilty. Why? Because the system of Torah, not unlike the system in the West today, the system of Torah says everyone has a right to be defended. The worst criminal is appointed a defense attorney. Sometimes the criminal can't afford a defense attorney. He's appointed a court-appointed defense attorney. In Jewish law, we know we don't have attorneys. In Jewish law, the Sanhedrin, they are the ones who prosecute and they are the ones who defend. If not one judge even bothered to offer an argument in defense of this fellow, something is not kosher. And we have him go home. And of course, the commentaries point out that we're only talking about the beginning of the lawsuit, the beginning of the case, not lawsuit, the beginning of the trial. As time goes on and the debate is thoroughly exhausted, if every judge wants to find the guy guilty, that's fine. But at least there were attempts to bring up defenses, commentaries say, there are also technical defenses, getting off on a technicality. With 23 judges, somebody should be able to bring up at least a technical defense. And this is a fantastic law. There's a mirror law, and that is we learned with the laws of leprosy, that when somebody's leprous head to toe, he's, he's not uh, impure. Head to toe leprosy, Something is wrong with it. Achi Yosham, there must be there at least mixas, at least a few, one or more, Mizakinu arguing in his defense. Sheyapchu Bishuse, who should argue on his behalf, the Yirbu Hamachayavin, and then the argument fails. There are more judges who say guilty than not guilty. Remember, we said that. In the case of a Sanhedrin, we rule by majority. 
So there were those who attempted a defense, and it failed. And then he's taken out to be killed, but there has to have been an attempt by at least one or more judges to defend. Bays to Sanhedric Tana. A minor Sanhedrin. What's a minor Sanhedrin? A court of 23, as compared to the court of 71, which is the major Supreme Court. If they were split, this is what we call a split court. In Jewish law, we don't need a unanimous court. In Jewish law, we need a majority. Or that is in order to dismiss, in order to find not guilty, even a majority of one. In order to find guilty, we need a majority of two. What if there was a split court? Shnei Masarim Nimzakai, 11, say, not guilty, he should be exonerated. Yachad Asarim Nimchayev, and 11 says, 11 say guilty, 12, to 11 for not guilty. Perfect. Harei Zezakai, he's not guilty. He's exonerated. He goes home. Majority of one. However, Shnei Masar, Eimrim Chayib, if 12 say guilty, Yachadosar, Eimrim Zakai, and 11 say innocent, that's a majority of one for guilt. No good. Because we learned earlier, you need a majority of two. Eisha Omru, Achadosar, Zakai, or... If it was a tie, 11 say not guilty. The 11 say guilty. 11 to 11. 11, to 11 plus 11 is <coughs> 22. What about the 23rd? And the 23rd guy says, je ne sais pas. I don't know. Now that's a problem when a judge says, I don't know. And here we're going to introduce the fact, very interesting law, that there has to be a court of 23. And when one of the 23 judges say, I don't know, it's as if he doesn't exist. So now suddenly we have a court of 22. Because I don't know doesn't work. You can't be a judge and say, I don't know. There's the wonderful joke about the Jewish jury they tell that the jury was all Jews, and it was a, a very heavy case, a murder case. And finally, after debating the issue for three days, the foreman is called upon by the judge to give his verdict. And the foreman gets up and he says, Your Honor, we've debated backwards and forwards and forwards and backwards for three days, and we've argued ahin and argued ahir. And in the end, we have unanimously decided we should not get involved. So this fellow doesn't want to get involved. If he doesn't want to get involved, he's not there. So you have now 11 to 11. Furthermore, because we need a court of 23, even if you have 22 that says... He is not guilty, he's exonerated. A Mechaivin, or 22, of 23 says he's guilty. That's a pretty good majority, 22 out of 23. And one of them says, I have no idea, I don't know. 
This is not a kosher court, because you only have a court of 22. Even if everyone on that 22 says guilty or not guilty, what do you do? You have 22, one judge is gone, because he said, I don't know. You see, Pushnayim, here's the process where they add two more judges. So now, instead of having 23 with one who doesn't know, which is 22, they now have 25 with one who doesn't know, which is 24. And that's the process of adding judges from the side. We learned earlier that there are always excellent super disciples who are there around the Sanhedrin, and you promote from that group of disciples. Suddenly you take two guys, two students, I don't mean students, 11 years old, two disciples, and they become part of the Sanhedrin. The one who said earlier, I don't know, who's now number 25, he's like he's not there. Because the rule is, once a guy says, I don't know, as we're going to learn more specifically, when somebody argues to defend for exoneration, for not guilty, he can't change his mind and argue for guilty. In the end, at the vote, he can do what he wants. He can vote his conscience. But the Torah is so concerned with the rights of the accused that when somebody begins arguing not guilty, a member of the Sanhedrin, he can't change his mind and lobby for guilty. He can't have had a, a, a vision. Even if he says, I don't know, he can't lobby for guilty. Because he cannot go back and lobby for guilty. So even after adding two, when you take 22 plus two, what do you got? S in Biarba, 24. Plus the one who says he doesn't know. So that's okay. Hopefully we can have a majority. A majority of one to exonerate, a majority of two to... Uh, Find him guilty. Now, what happens if 12 say not guilty? And 12 say guilty. So now it's 12 12. He's not guilty. 11 say not guilty. And 13 say guilty. Even though we still have the original guy who said, I don't know, but you have a majority of two that say guilty. He's guilty. As long as you have a majority of two who say guilty, he's guilty. If 12 said, not guilty, and 12 say guilty, and one says, I don't know, so now you have a new problem. You have 25. One says he doesn't know, so you have 24. 12 says guilty. 12 say not guilty. What do you do? You add two more. You add two more disciples. Now your court becomes a court of 27. And so also this can continue almost endlessly. You keep adding and you move forward. Until either... If the ruling is not guilty, you have a majority of one. Or if the ruling is guilty, there's a majority of two, a yeser or more. Then he could be pronounced guilty. 
הרי אלו כנגד אלו, ואחדמר אין ידיעה. If it just keeps going that you have the same amount, who say guilty, say not guilty, and one says, I don't know, or the guilty ruling is only a majority of one, what do you do? You can't rule somebody guilty with a majority of one. You can't have that verdict, you keep going until this court of 23 became a court of 71. You just keep adding. Now what happens when you reach 71? You now have this court of 23 has become a court of 71. I'm sorry. 36. Say not guilty. And 35. Say guilty. So you have a majority of one, not guilty. Harezazake is not guilty. Shleishim v'shisha, 36, Emrim Chayev, say guilty. Or Shleishim v'chamisha, 35, Emrim Zakai say innocent. You only have a majority of one. In this court of 71, you're still stuck with a majority of one. Donim elu keneged elu. Here we have a new solution, because we can't keep adding. We've added maximum. So what do we do? We enter into debate. The judges enter into heavy debate. That's why in, in the Western system of jury, the juries which have other rules, but they can go another day and another day and another day. What are they doing besides eating and drinking? They're debating with each other, trying to convince each other. So this is the meaning of donim elu keneged elu. The judges who say guilty debate, the judges who say non-guilty and vice versa. Until one of them will be convinced with the words of the other. And they'll find for not guilty. Or they'll find for guilty. What if it goes on and on and on and simply nobody's budging? So you have a trial. I guess in, in, American, in the American world you'd say you have a hung jury. You have a hung judges. God... So the senior judge, the chief justice says, Nizdakin hadin. This judgment has become aged. I guess in, in the words of uh, the American system, you call a mistrial. And he's released, you send him home. You went through the process, you tried very hard, unable to reach a usable verdict. Shleishim b'chamisha imrim chayev. Next scenario: thirty-five say guilty. Or shleishim b'chamisha imrim zakei. Thirty-five say innocent. V'yechad emir any yadei. One says, I don't know. Peiternei so we exonerate him. Arbo shleishim imrim zakei. Thirty-four say not guilty. V'shishu shleishim chayev imrim chayev. And thirty-six says guilty. V'yechad emir any yadei. And one says, I don't know. Chayev. Here we have a majority of two. Because there is a majority of two for the guilty verdict. And finally, the closing law, which is three. Is when the Supreme Court, which is the Sanhedrin of 71, has a difference of opinion, a debate which was not resolved. And remember, we talked about laws coming up to the Supreme Court. It goes from a court of three to a court of 23 to the Supreme Court when there are issues that can't be resolved. Whether it's capital law, or financial law,
Bain Bidini Trader, whether it's Torah law, meaning any matter of Torah law, Ain Mesifin Aleyem. You never add to a court of 71. Eladonin Elu Keneged Elu, you just debate one side against the other, and you follow their majority. That's for a debate in an issue. Remember, we said issues are brought to the Supreme Court. But if the debate is not in an issue, but the debate is in a capital issue, which capital issues are brought to begin with before the Supreme Court? So we learned an example of a judge who is rebellious, a prophet who is rebellious. These are issues that are brought to begin with to the Supreme Court. Don in Elu Keneged Elu, they debate one another, until they exonerate him, or they find him guilty, end of chapter 9. 